Hello, my name is Jillian. My name is Yolanda, and welcome to The Pemberley Podcast. It's the holiday season. We have just finished up with Christmas. We are in the midst of Hanukkah, and New Year's is just a few days away. Happy holidays, everyone, for whenever you celebrate during the season. Woo! What are some of your New Year's resolutions, Yolanda? Oh, dear. <laughs> I, I, I've been in the bad habit of not making New Year's resolutions because I'm thinking, well, I'm not going to stick to them anyways. But I think it's still good to create some and have at least some sort of accountability for a month or two and then <laughs> see, see where New that Year's resolution, to. not New Month resolution. I'll, maybe that's the thing. Maybe we should create monthly resolutions instead right. of just a yearly goal. I can I get mean, behind that. You could have your yearly goal, but then have break it down into months. Yeah, I have a good friend who does that. She has she turned her whole wall, stuck it with post-its notes of things she wants to improve on each month, and that really fell to the wayside. Oh, okay. <laughs> My New Year's resolution is to just make more stuff. I want hmm. to dedicate more time to writing and creating and working on this podcast and everything else that I'm doing. And you know, holding myself accountable to that. That's a great resolution because that's something I noticed I wanted to do too. It's just being creative. This podcast is a great outlet, but then in writing and other aspects is always good to have as well. Mm -hmm. Listeners, if you want to let us know what your New Year's resolution is, let us know at the Pemberley Podcast at gmail.com. All right. Episode 21. The semester is over. Written by Margaret Dunlap. This episode is Lizzie celebrating the fact that school is over for now. She's looking forward to a summer where she'll hopefully find a job. And we're going to continue with these video blogs because they have never really been about school anyways. They've always been about her personal life and mainly Jane's love life. I think that's the biggest takeaway we have in this episode is Lizzie tries to talk about herself and her goals, and what she's working on, and all she gets is like, boring. We realize that this whole time we've been in it for Jane's love life. Which is an interesting thing, because with most vloggers, you do start a video blog because you want to talk about yourself, things you're interested in, and from the beginning, she's only focused on Jane and her love life, and kind of written off her own life as not interesting, nothing's happening. So why did you start a video blog if your own life is not interesting? Millennials. <laughs> millennials, it's exactly. Freaking millennials, that's how come. I think it was funny that Lizzie did actually stop watching Lydia's video because mm -hmm. she started with the haul. I guess Lydia knows her sister better than we think because clearly saying haul video made Lizzie stop watching the rest of Lydia's video. Once again, I apologize. For my little sister. Really? Uh, a haul video? Who does that? Poor Lizzie keeps getting her video blog hijacked by her little yeah. sister. I mean, think about how much work that... Like, she's not even trying to hide it. She sets it up in Lizzie's room, you yeah. know? That is just b all kinds of ballsy. Yeah. And this is still part of Lizzie's project. So this somehow needs to tie into her, her grad thesis. Lizzie and Charlotte do a lot of real talk. About the job market. We hear about something real life that's happening, which is VidCon. Yeah. And at the time this was happening in 2012, Lizzie was going for 
networking opportunities. And VidCon then was not what VidCon is now. No, I I went to VidCon 2012. And I think it's not the networking event it was then as it is now. I think definitely now there's more of that industry presence. And there is that networking that's going on with people who work in digital media and that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. So it would have been difficult in 2012 to do that that networking they were seeking to do. I mean, in 2012, I want to say like five or 6,000 people went to VidCon. We're in 2016 now. And I remember reading a pretty interesting LA Times article that said, VidCon goes Hollywood. It's a much bigger deal now. Oh, yeah. So I mean, you went this past year, right? Like, what was your experience from 2012 to now? I had went 2012, and then I went again in 2015. Mm -hmm. And just in that short amount of time, it was like a completely different convention. They kept a lot of the community aspects. That's still present. So there's nothing, there's nothing bad. It's definitely better. In 2012, I remember the Lizzie Bennett Diaries panel because I wanted to go to it. Mm -hmm. And I rushed over there from another meetup and got there on time, but they had already closed the door because it had been closed since 30 minutes prior to starting. They didn't expect so many people to show up for that panel. And they thought the room was going to be like too big for them, but people showed up. Clearly. And they, they locked you out. They did. Rude. <laughs> I was so, I was really upset that I couldn't go in because that was like the one thing I really, really mm. wanted to go to. Lizzie and Charlotte are hoping to do some networking here at VidCon and get them, get them a job. Besides, what I'm hoping is that someone might pay us to keep doing this. Ooh, does that mean we go all Hollywood? It might mean we can move out of our parents' houses. I think that's great of Charlotte to be thinking ahead about what are the next steps? How can we make this little project become something bigger? Mm -hmm. And that shows more of Charlotte's ambitions and then Lizzie saying like, okay, that sounds like a great idea. I'll go along with it. But then they get into a really great conversation about doing good in the world or taking the money first and running and doing good later. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they have a very real conversation about which is best. What's the best way to help people is just like get, get rich first and help them with your money or use someone else's money to do good. It shows more of Charlotte's character and kind of what's to come. A lot of comments were speculating this is the the thing that'll divide them ultimately mm. because Charlotte is more willing to take a job that's going to give her financial stability mm. whereas Lizzie that's not her priority <laughs> even though well, financial yeah. stability and like, should be. Remember Lizzie and Charlotte coming up we're going to have kind of a major fight. Yeah. In the books, Char- I mean, Lizzie's like 19 and she's like, I want to marry for love and blah, blah, blah. And she's got a nice house and she doesn't realize what a nice house she has. And Charlotte is 27 and she's not as pretty as Lizzie and she doesn't have quite the prospects that she does and she feels horrible because she's like a burden to her parents because back then you lived at home or you got married. Right. There there was no like, bye, I'm going to go move into my new apartment now, mom and dad. No. The clock is ticking for Charlotte in the book. She needs to get out, which means she needs a husband. She needs a house to run. Even though they're both, these two characters in the web series are in similar walks of life, mm-hmm. it's still like Charlotte has more of that urgency to get out 
of her home already to just get her career going. Whereas Lizzie is willing to take a bit more time to sort of figure out what's the right path, be a little more picky with the job she chooses and making Mm -hmm. sure it's like the perfect job. Whereas Charlotte is like, well, go to VidCon. I'm going to get a job kind of thing. So I'm going to get a job. Yeah. You stay here and make your little video blog. Yeah. See you around. Which and Charlotte still edits. Which it's really, I remember we talked about this in a previous episode where it's hard for Lizzie because they've known each other since they were fetuses. Their goals and their ambitions and their similarities have always aligned. Mm-hmm. And it's really tough when someone you love so much and you've known your whole life suddenly wants something different than you. It feels like they want something wrong. And we're, I think we're really, really starting to get into that. Charlotte's being forward thinking. She's trying to network. And Lizzie's like, yeah, I'm gonna network. But I also, I like to take someone's money and do good with it. And yes. Charlotte's like, well, I'm getting the money. So. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just a matter of deciding is there a wrong choice i mean is there a wrong choice because both goals are admirable you want to help people it's just do you want to help people now or do you want to help people later but risk that your ambitions for helping people could go away and speaking of this rich person that whose money she lizzie would use to do good it seems like the obvious choice would be darcy (laughs) darcy (laughs) (laughs) but his name's not mentioned obviously i I don't think that's even in lizzie's mind no but he's a rich person she could use his money and do good in the world that's not even really what happens at the end but that's where our heads are at now like oh i know a rich guy i know two rich guys yes so, yep. As much as Lizzie does talk about how she only focuses on her sister's love life, this episode didn't do that. It was about their futures and talking about what's going to happen in their job search, in their futures, in helping the world, and changing culture. But also it's good to hear about her sister's love life and mm-hmm. hearing how that av- advances. So in the next episode, we get Jane back. Episode 22, The Unavoidable Invitation by Margaret Dunlap. The gist of what happens in this episode is an invitation has been received from Bing. And Lizzie, Queens. Yes. <laughs> Lizzie doesn't want to go. Jane tells her she's going. So, or in the very nice way, convinces her to join. Why wouldn't Lizzie want to go to a free party? Oh, Darcy. That's basically it. Mm, let's avoid him. Even though we haven't really heard about him for a while. No. She's been pretty low on the Darcy bashing scale. We find out Lydia's scheme to hold Bing to his drunken promise has stayed true. Well, we got to hear all about that in episode 20, where she talked about how diabolical she is. And she made it happen. They printed invitations, they're sent, and... They're printed, and they're sent like a wedding invitation. Yeah. And I'm like, you don't get printed invitations anymore. It's only for bigger events or nicer things, but Mm. for just a party, you don't... It's like a Facebook invite yeah or a text <laughs> and that's about it well you can't show a facebook invite on camera no exactly <laughs> well it would be a weird thing to be like oh a notification oh, oh it's an invite <laughs> she checks her phone on screen yeah <laughs> And we feel like we're one step closer to meeting Bing and Caroline. It always seems like right around the corner. Jane does mention that Caroline talks about Lizzie all the time and how much she likes her. Is it because you don't want to go to the party? I know you said you feel like third wheel, but you're really not. Caroline talks all the time about how much she likes you. No, 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 of course I want to go to the party. That's not true. (laughs) Which I'm sure is not true. I'm sure it's a very passing comment of, oh, how's Lizzie doing? That's about it. No, 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 I'm sure it's like... How's Lizzie doing? Yeah. 
But Jane is very la vie en rose, mm-hmm. and she's like, oh, how sweet of you to ask after Lizzie. But really, she's just like, so my competition, what's her situation like right now? <laughs> she's still living at home, and she's still just going to school. I don't know. <laughs> still being boring and listening to Top 40 radio. Yeah. Given how much time Jane must be spending with Bing, she is getting to know Caroline more. Mm-hmm. She's also making her dresses for herself and lizzie to go to this party pretty admirable because i can't make anything i would just buy something new from forever 21 yes i don't know if we see these dresses no i don't think we do but it would have been nice to see how how uh, skilled jane is at what is it designing dresses i don't know what i mean it? like sewing sewing with no sunlight yeah. i'm sure that's a skill I mean, really, this is the girls getting ready for the Netherfield ball, because that's what it is in the book. It's a ball, which if you kind of trace it back to there, that's why the paper invitation makes sense. And Jane making them nice clothes would make sense. They don't have stores. They make their own clothes. I'm just thinking of that scene from the 2005 movie where the house is all a flutter with all the girls tightening corsets and doing each other's hair and like Keira Knightley blows the feather and I don't know what that feather was doing in her hand and like not on clothing or in her hair or something but it's like getting ready for the ball at one point lizzie poses a question to jane hey do you think that i'm too involved in your love life of course not don't be silly you're my sister jane seems fine with it because of course they're sisters it's fine for your sister to know everything about Mm -hmm. what's going on in your life your love life but i i worry that is jane really aware that so many people are watching these videos and she's actually broadcasting her personal love life and her personal details on the internet for thousands of people to know. And Lizzie has been, she's said it to us before, Jane has very private about her personal life. I, I can imagine that Jane is someone who's very, she doesn't let everyone know her business and she'd rather just like close friends just know about what's going on. Mm-hmm. I don't know if she, if Lizzie ever got her sister's consent to talk about these things online. That's true. I mean, a lot of the information we hear is from Lizzie mm-hmm. and it's kind of Lizzie's speculation because she's like I haven't heard anything I just kind of I don't know how well it's progressing they haven't gone out I mean they're for the longest time the conversation went something like they haven't even gone on a date yet they yeah. just like hang out in group settings whereas Lydia I think is very aware of the growing audience and that's why she hijacks the vlog that's why she like talks to the audience whenever she's on camera but Jane is like oh uh hi I don't know what to say I'm just gonna talk to my sister and mm-hmm. there happens to be a camera here one of them is destined for show business yes <laughs> so at this point we assume that the next episode should be the party but we'll have to see We will have to see. Going into comments for episode 21, the first comment is by Clone Man, who says, Hello. It's me. I've been wondering if after all these years you'd (laughs) like to meet. Just kidding. It just says hello. Aaron says, Does this mean Ashley and Julia are going to be in character the whole time at VidCon? Because when I meet them there and lose my and tell them how awesome they are and how much I love the LBD, I need to know what to call them. I'm glad she's posing this question because it's not like Disneyland where you can't break character (laughs) or you're fired or something. She's just like, what do I call them when I see them, when I track them down, 
when this goes down. I remember when pictures of them were surfacing like on Twitter, people weren't sure if like, is this Ashley Clements as Ashley or is this Ashley as Lizzie? Is she being herself? Is she being Lizzie? And there was that bit of confusion. And I don't really know what the answer is to that. I think they were, they were there as both. I don't know. I think when the camera was on, they were Lizzie and Charlotte. And when it was off, they could just run around and be themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Jenna Cooper says, you know who I bet is rich? Darcy. You should check and see what he does. Maybe he can find you a job in which you save the world and get paid. Hmm. If only two other people had thought about this. (laughs) Oh, wait. It was us. (laughs) Scribbler29 says, "Uh uh-oh, this is getting too topical to me. I don't want to be reminded about getting a corporate sellout and paying off my loans versus saving the planet and eating beans. (laughs) Ugh, I don't want to hear about it either. Scribbler 29. I guess that is the, another way to see it as just being a corporate sellout versus saving the world. That's one word for it. Yeah. <laughs> the first comment of episode 22 by Etiolatify. Ooh, hooray, new vlog. Fombus Pucker says, why doesn't Lizzie bring George Wickham as her plus one? I'm sure he and Darcy would get along. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Except, no, I wonder if that was written in sarcasm. I I think it was. (laughs) I hope so. I don't know if I can trust a username like Fombus Pucker. (laughs) That would have been interesting if Lizzie had brought that up in conversation or if Jane had suggested it, even though George wasn't officially invited and... But she would probably get a plus one. Yeah, that's why. I don't know if they really got plus ones or if it was like with the dinner, just an invitation to the family. But still, if they did get plus ones, it would have been cool if Jane had suggested, oh, why don't you bring George along? Mm -hmm. I think that would have accelerated the story to a point where they weren't there yet. So that's why it didn't happen. Yeah. But still. Well, but also in the book, she does like invite George to the Netherfield ball, but Ah. he gets called to Newcastle and... It's just kind of meant, like, it is meant to kind of lay the seeds of animosity between him and Darcy. Like, he's Mm -hmm. like, oh, yeah, sure, I'll go. Oh, no, I was called away at the last minute because George is avoiding Darcy. Because we know why. We know why. Crazy Lab Rat says, try to have fun, Lizzie. Just don't let your mother come up with any convoluted plans to be the last to leave by half an hour. My mom did that once, pretended our car had broken down, and it was really awkward. (laughs) (gasps) that's horrible i could see mrs bennett doing that yep she She (laughs) pretends to make her daughter look like a bloody yes savagely attacked person she would easily say oh no our car's broken down we'll take a taxi jane you have to stay (laughs) (laughs) yep push her out of the car while still moving yes maybe she'll break a leg and Bing will have to help her there you go yeah Ernst name 1321 says, is there like a way we could get a glimpse of this party, Lizzie? I mean, hitting video cameras or something in order to truly appreciate the torture you will go through. Plus, I got to admit that I'm really curious what Bingley, Darcy, and Caroline look like. So do we. This was the thing of the fact that they only show the bedroom. They're stuck. They're confined in this one set. So we don't see beyond this be- these four walls of the bedroom or three walls that we see. Originally, uh, Hank funded 24 episodes of the Lizzie Bennet Diaries. And they said, all right, we'll use this amount of money. So if it's popular after that, 
then we'll continue making them. And if it goes nowhere, then we had a great 24 episodes. And they really didn't know what the Lizzie Bennet Diaries was going to become. And I think one of the reasons it's taken so long for us to meet these characters is because they were like, well, no point in meeting them if we're just going to not point in trying to find new actors and paying them or cutting them or whatever, if we're not going to see them after this episode. And an interesting thing to note in the comments when I was going through them, there were a lot, a lot of comments of people saying, Hank, I've watched all these episodes, now what? Kind of thing. Mm -hmm. I think Hank had really been trying to get this to a point where it was going to be popular enough and using any pull he has from social media to make this series continue. Mm -hmm. And a lot of comments were saying like, sent here from Hank, sent here from Hank. So it was that sort of race to the finish line of these 24 episodes and trying to get it to continue. A view is kind it's money, you know? Oh, yeah. So if you hit that refresh button, then the views come in and the money comes in too. I just did a really creepy come on to Yolanda <laughs> and she was looking at me like, oh, I'm just not going to mention this on the podcast. <laughs> like, this is very visual. I don't know how to describe this. Nor do I want to describe this. <laughs> but ultimately, we're glad that they did make it past 24 episodes, which Yay! we'll get to that in the coming weeks. I know. Um, we can talk about it on episode 24, but can you imagine if we went all this time, got really invested, and didn't even get to meet anyone else. We didn't get to meet any boys. <laughs> there would have been outrage. Yeah, but I mean, you can't help it if you don't have the money to make it. Right. And so it goes. All right. Next week, we are going to have our second costume theater episode for you. So I hope you enjoy that. In the meantime, have a very happy holiday and a wonderful new year. And we will see you after. And you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the Pemberley. And you can keep up with our episodes and any references we make on our WordPress page, thepemberleypodcast.wordpress.com. As always, feel free to email us with any questions at thepemberleypodcast at gmail.com. Thanks again for listening. Happy holidays. Bye. Bye.